welcome back to another episode of Sortuary, the podcast. This is a podcast where it's a safe space to have conversations from the soul. And today I have a really awesome guest, which I'm super excited to have this conversation with because he's a dope human being. He is the CEO of Planet's Protein, a really good protein, actually. He recently gave me a bag and it's fire. You guys got to try it for sure. Um, he's a cancer survivor. I just found out that he's a Marine veteran. He's just a dope human being overall. And he has like so many amazing things coming. We have like very similar but not similar stories where we have just like changed our lives completely. So I'm excited for this conversation. Welcome, Brendan. Thank you for having me on. This <laughs> is, uh, it, w- honestly, we could have just recorded that last 30 <laughs> minutes of the pre-show and been good. I but. know, I know. This is why. <laughs> so usually when I record an episode, I tell people when they come in, I'm like, don't talk to me. Like, <laughs> this is what I send questions beforehand. And then, like, we just let it flow. But today I wanted to make sure that, you, like, I don't know. I just, yeah, we talked for, like, 30 minutes, and that literally could have been an entire episode. No, that was good. It was good. <laughs> I'm excited to just shoot the shit. Me too. Catch up. So you were telling me this is your first episode in a long time. So, yeah, this is the first podcast that I've done in a long time. So you had your own podcast. So I, I didn't have my own podcast, but I would, I would join podcasts, be featured okay. on them. Um, back when, you know, I started my first started my business, mm-hmm. we actually would travel like my team and I, we would travel the country, speak at events, um, vend, like mm-hmm. sample out uh, yeah, product yeah, yeah. and shake people's hands and take pictures. And it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. We, I mean, I had a blast, learned a lot. Um, but uh, it's, it's been a while since I've done any speaking events. Yeah. Um, any podcasts. Yeah. Any, like, traveling for events like that. It's been a while. It's been a couple of years, I would say. Well, I feel honored. <laughs> My listeners are honored to have Brendan because you're a dope human being. You have so much, like, to offer, I think, for sure. Thank like, you. you're just a dope human, like I said. Thank you. That's been on this, like, journey of, like, healing and just, I don't know, being the best version of yourself. You know, and it's, it's just not easy. At, at all. all. No. <laughs> and that's what I think people, there's a misconception out there where people think, all right, this person's got his life together and mm-hmm. they figured it all out and they're healing and they're healed or they're healed. Mm-hmm. I hear that a lot. There's no such thing as healed. There's no <laughs> such thing. You know, you have no idea how many times recently where I'm like, I'm good. Mm. Wow. And then it's like, boom, like a ton of breaks, like it hits me and I'm just like in my room crying and I'm just like going through this like. I have, I get triggered and I'm like, I thought I was healed from that. I thought I was good. So it's always like one thing after another where I'm like, damn, I don't need to go to therapy for like this month. I think I'm good. And I'm like, fuck. It's funny that we say this because literally I was at the gym this morning and ended up crying after the workout. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I just remember that actually. Yeah. I went to, uh, to my fiance's arms and I was like, listen, Oh. I just need to. Need to get something out Just, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you figure out what it was? Yeah, it was uh, it was family stuff. Mm. And the workout just like triggered that for you? Well, actually, I seen uh, another member. He was actually showing his mother mm. HOA, mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. the gym that we train at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was kind of showing her like, this is what we do. This is where I work out. This is the the heated room that we do sculpt in, and oh. all these cool oh, things. Wow. And I just sat back and I watched it. And wow. Like, you know, and this woman's probably in her 50s, mm-hmm. you know, she's good shape, like, 
mm-hmm. keeping her health up, taking care of herself. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just really beautiful to witness because that's kind of what I want the most mm. out, of, out of my family, right? Yeah. Um, and just have to accept that that's not happening right now. Yeah. And what can we do to, to get there? Yeah. So it was, it was a sad moment, but also like a lot of inspiration in it. You know mm. what I mean? But what's beautiful, what I see is that your eyes are open to that. So it's like already you're already like manifesting that into your future because your eyes are open to it. Whereas like as most human beings, we walk around like blinded, like we don't even notice the things that happen in front of us because we have this screen in our face 24 seven or we're so like worried about, I don't know, dumb things about our outfit not looking good enough or like us not being pretty enough that we don't like notice the beautiful things around us or the lessons around us. So I think that's cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. No, it's. I'm, we got to talk about the phone thing. <laughs> Before we go there, I do want to give a little bit of backstory of how I even know Brendan, because we didn't say that. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so I met Brendan at the gym. His fiance now is one of the coaches at House of Athlete, which is the gym I signed up for. Shout out, year. Mandy. <laughs> Amanda. She's a really dope, <laughs> awesome person, obviously, too. She is actually good friends with my boyfriend. So then it's just like a whole, f- we all just all became friends, mm. which is so cool. I love that. Yeah, we clicked instantly. Yeah. And then we all kind of started hanging out. And yeah. And then we realized just how similar our lives and our like past stories are. So then so I'm like, it's just so cool. And then even like Amanda and RJ's like stories are very similar too, where they just like ended up in a relationship like out of nowhere too. Yeah, it's, so it's pretty crazy how yeah. it all works. <laughs> yeah. But um, we'll get into that, right? We'll get into how... We'll get into everything. I feel like... It all just aligned. <laughs> yes. It continues to align. Yes. With, with a thousand percent. What we put out there. A thousand percent. So let's go back to... If you want to talk about the phone, go for <laughs> it. <laughs> Being on our phones. So for me, it's really difficult because I own and operate a business out of my, out of my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, I have... Same. It's tough because and then, you know, there's social media and mm-hmm. there's, you know, which is so important for our businesses to thrive in communication active, with family yeah. and mm-hmm. emails and you're on your phone research. Yeah. You're on your phone p- taking pictures. And then as for you me, know. yes. And then for me, my boyfriend laughs at me, but I'm like, because I'm on Pinterest because I laugh at him because he's he loves to play this game on his phone. <laughs> and I'm like, you're always playing that game. You're like obsessed. What game is it? I have no idea. <laughs> I can't even tell you because I play zero games. I'm the worst. But um, he's like, you're always on your phone. I'm like, he's like, you're always on Pinterest or Instagram or TikTok. I'm like, yeah, but everything is inspiration for me. Like, yes, I am, you know, just scrolling. But at the same time, my subconscious is like, okay, like, I'm trying to like, I don't know, get inspiration for like shoots or just for the studio or for things. So like for me, everything is I mean, it's kind of meaningless, but then at the same time, it has a purpose. So I forgot where I was going. Oh, yeah, just being on my phone all the time. So, like, for me, I think personally, I need to find a better balance of just putting the phone down and knowing that I don't need, my brain doesn't need to be going 24-7. And that's where I struggle as a human being because I'm like, I feel worthless when I'm not working or if I don't, if I'm not doing something productive. So like, yeah, the balance of that is hard for me. That's super hard for me too. <laughs> and that's something I'm actually really learning to, to disassociate from because I was always scolded for not playing soccer properly or 
mm. or, or well enough or mm-hmm. I was scolded for, you know, not mowing the lawn a certain direction <laughs> or like missing a blade of grass. Yeah. Or and it was like so like there was so much pressure to succeed or do it to like this extent or to yeah, the T. Perfection. Perfection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't, then you're going to hear it. But like, mm. what about all the good things? You know, mm-hmm. so what about the fact that you took the step of even doing it? That's yeah. That's and that's where we don't give ourselves enough credit because like that initial step of doing anything is hard for many people. Yeah, I mean, for, for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say even, you know, coming on this podcast, there's nerves Yeah. that you have to, that just, there's emotions that you have to like embrace mm-hmm. and understand that they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And when we run from them, that's when we run from our authentic, true self. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I learned actually when I started speaking publicly? Because I would get so nervous. I mean, now I get nervous for some episodes, to be honest. But I don't know, with this, co- th- this episode, I've felt like zero nerves, which is so great and weird at the same time. <laughs> so, that's good. You feel very, I feel very safe around you. That's good. But um, when I first started, I remember like just like learning from so many speakers on like how they speak um like the best way to speak how to be comfortable and one thing that I remember learning was that whenever you're nervous you can either use so that same energy that is used to be nervous is the same energy that is used like when you're excited so like your brain you have to tell your brain which one it is and usually we go towards like I'm super nervous so, like, I started telling myself, like, yes, I'm nervous, but I'm more excited. So, let me use that energy as excitement rather than my nervousness. No, that makes sense. And that helped me so much. That makes sense. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Because it's literally the same. It's the same thing. Your brain doesn't know which one it is. It, it, well, it's, it has to be the same thing because I love that feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's the same, it's the no. same feeling, but different. I look for that feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm a very, like, adventurous person same adrenaline junkie type same. of person same for me experiences everything yeah i same yeah it's just I gotta, I gotta get out there i gotta see things experience life mm-hmm. do all the things yeah trial and error yeah you know? yes i'm very much of like all right i'm gonna figure this shit out as i go mm-hmm. it's scary like i was talking i talked about this on my last episode where opening the studio is scary as fuck to be honest, like it's a huge step in my life, in my career. It's my life savings. It's scary, but I'm not going to let that fear hold me back from the possibilities of life. That's my biggest fear is actually missing out on all of the beautiful things of life. And for me, I'd rather, I'd rather step into my power with that fear and like not let it take over. That's, that's, I think that's the meaning of, of why we exist. Mm-hmm. In a sense, yeah. Like, what are we afraid of? What is what is our subconscious telling us? Mm-hmm. What is our what are our emotions telling us? And how are we going to respond to that? Mm-hmm. And it's either we're going to settle, mm-hmm. and we're going to we're going to you know work our our job that we're unhappy at, and yeah, we're going to you know be unhealthy with our diet, be in a relationship, be an unhealthy that we're relationship unha- we're unhappy that we're unhappy in, with, just because it's easier to stay in it, stay for this reason that. Yeah. Is not happiness. Yeah. 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 So it's 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 easy to kind of stay comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. But when you get uncomfortable and, and you face those fears and you do the things that you're you're nervous or excited for, f- afraid of, and you really start to see some some changes in your life. Yeah. I think also too something that I've learned is that if the fear is so intense 
that could also be your body's way of like protecting you. I mean, that's why fear is good because it protects you. But at the same time, like that's where you have to figure out, like, do I really want this? Because sometimes we do things out of like that. Not not that they're not good intentions, but just because like we want to be noticed, we want to be seen. So like, I don't know. We always have to look into that fear and see where it's coming from. It makes sense. And if we, like, if we, here's the thing. If we don't ever look into that fear, mm-hmm. then what are we, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. That's just how I, I feel, at mm-hmm. least. I'm not going to speak for anybody else. Yeah. But everything that I'm saying is how I feel. Yeah. And how I live my life. Yeah. And Same. I have no solutions for anyone. I, None. that's my whole, that's, that's a my disclaimer whole right now. We can, yeah. we don't have the solutions for you. No, no. My, th- my whole thing, and I've said this in an episode before, the reason why I even started this podcast is because, yeah, I'm healing. Yes, I am. I've known what it's like to be really depressed and not want to live. So if anything, I want to encourage and aid people in any way, like, because I think I'm really living a fulfilled life right now. So like, if this helps you, amazing. Like, you know, like, take what you get from it. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely going to. And and it's ultimately it's helping you as well. Yes, like the, the more the yeah. most, right? Oh, a thousand percent. How much have I you looked so back much, from yeah. from your first episode to now? Mm-hmm. And you're like, how much have you healed in that time? Or oh my god, my first episode, my whole life was completely different. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole different freaking life. Yeah. Before we get into there, though, so I want to talk about your business. So you started four years ago, right? So we've actually we incorporated over five years ago. Okay. In March, and. That's a huge accomplishment for me personally, just because the five-year mark in a startup is extremely hard to hit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really hard to hit even like the year mark. It's yeah. They say you should fail like nineteen businesses. Mm-hmm. Just fail them all, and yeah. then like you'll figure it out. You know? Yeah. But um, yeah, we've made it past the five-year mark, and that's that's awesome. So, how did you get started? Like, what made you like? Okay, I want to start a vegan protein line. So I, I went vegan. Okay, how long um, ago? This was back in uh, 2016. Okay. So I went vegan overnight. So six years ago. Overnight. Okay. The Dang. next day I was vegan. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell this Jeez. word means, but I'm vegan. What? What, 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 what made you do that? I'm also a pretty extreme person. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> um, and that's, that's definitely like we've winded down a little bit with age, I guess. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was, so I was vegan for... Almost, almost about six years. Mm-hmm. I got into it through a, through a documentary. Mm. I was watching like Food Inc. and Cowspiracy, mm-hmm. uh, What the Health. You know, I watched yeah. that one too. You watch all of them and you're just like, fuck this. I'm I vegan. started getting down that rabbit hole <laughs> of like, you know, what, what is going on with our food system? Yeah. And it is messed up. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It's messed up. We'll get into that. But yeah. I was looking for. So I've always been a really big protein person, like supplements, mm-hmm. protein bars, powders, um, just all the things like at the gas station and protein cupcakes or whatever it yeah. was, right? <laughs> I was always, if it said protein on it, I'm like, look, this has to be a quick little snack for me. Yeah, let me get it. Let me get it. Um, there was no healthy options mm-hmm. that I could find. They're all full of like you know, fillers, and there was, like, no clean options, mm-hmm. and I was starting to get into not only vegan 
and veganism and plant-based and I was overall into health and mm-hmm. wellness and healing and a holistic approach to different things in my life. And yeah. So my mind, and I've always questioned things growing up. Like even as a kid, I was questioning everything. Yeah. I was in the, Mar- <laughs> I was in the Marine Corps for six years questioning a lot that got me in trouble, you know? And, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I started to question our food system. Mm-hmm. I started to question if like eating meat was healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, eating eggs if that was if that was healthy stuff mm-hmm. like that I'm like all right well I'm going vegan <laughs> <laughs> so the next day I, I was we threw out all the meat um, dang what what else did I do I'm trying to think back this is kind of cool to <laughs> reflect to on to this back on your life <laughs> I um I, I just remember I was eating beans and rice and like guacamole <laughs> for like two months or, or something <laughs> so I didn't know how to cook anything <laughs> You know, I didn't really yeah. understand the, the, the plant-based, like, community. Yeah. I didn't understand the recipes. And, you know, I started searching some, and mm. I was getting decent, but I actually got, like, a little sick mm. from eating, I would say, too much beans and rice. And mm. just, like, <laughs> it was just, like, the same meal. Yeah. Right? And I was deficient in something. Yeah, for sure. And um, I, I remember questioning, like, should I, should I eat this chicken right now? Like, is mm. this going to make me feel better? Can I not be vegan? But I was so, st- not only stubborn, but. I'm a very so, like, set in your ways. I'm like a very compassionate dude. Yeah. And if I see some footage of a cow, like, <laughs> going through hell, <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to partake in yeah. that, right? Yeah. So, that w- stuck with me the most was the ethics. Mm-hmm. Was It wasn't more, <clears throat> excuse me. It was less the, uh, the health and the environment side of things. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was the environment. Yeah. That's what I thought to be true at that time. Um, but mostly, like, the ethics. Yeah. I just started loving <laughs> animals. I've always loved animals. Yeah. started loving animals more than ever. Yeah. Like, every pig matters. <laughs> and they do. They do. But I'll yeah. get into yeah. into that that transition. Um, so that's how the business started. Started in my kitchen. So you figured out how to make protein. So I worked with a nutritionist. Okay. Collabed with a manufacturing facility and we started chopping it up literally thanks making protein bars um, oh, so you were making protein you guys still have protein bars or you're like redoing you don't got to spill the beans if you don't want to <laughs> <laughs> okay so protein bars may or may not be so we started with protein bars <laughs> okay and they were fire yeah they were like natural uh-huh and dense and like 20 grams of protein I love protein bars and like very like filling date based mm-hmm. so they're okay. like kind of gooey mm-hmm. they're incredible um but i didn't we didn't know what we were doing i didn't know how to run the business mm-hmm. i didn't know how to sell online yeah so we're in a hundred percent e-commerce store okay which we don't have any retail shops we tried retail with the bars yeah. and found out that you know quickly it's that wasn't for us mm-hmm. um because of margins and in the startup environment it's it's tough to produce bars that can suffice for the business like Mm -hmm. it just wasn't making us money yeah when it comes down to it Mm -hmm. but they were amazing the product was so yeah i wish i had saved some yeah i think i got too hungry during (laughs) quarantine and ate them all or something (laughs) like all the leftovers (laughs) yeah um so that's how it started okay we and what you had just like saved a bunch of money (laughs) to like start this or you took out a loan like how was i put i put a lot of my savings into it Mm-hmm. all of it 
my grandma sent me two thousand hmm. dollars to help create some recipes. Oh, that's cute. Um, <laughs> that's sweet. Uh, you know, my other grandma sent me like five hundred bucks, mm-hmm. so I had a little bit. Yeah, but thanks. So you didn't start with much. No, nothing. Yeah, Bo- yeah, totally bootstrapped. That's amazing. And now you have a, like a full blown business. Well, the thing is, is we, um, and I say we because it's been so ingrained. Mm-hmm. Um, even when it was just me, I was saying we. Yeah. Right. Like, I do that too. Yeah, you know, we, that's yeah, why I'm we're like, we're doing this and yeah. Yeah, we're working on this. And yeah. <laughs> well, it's also, I think you're very much like me where like for me and I tell my assistant, I recently hired an assistant earlier this year, best thing I could have ever done. And she said like, oh, I, today she said a comment of like, oh, I work for you. Or like, what'd she say? Yeah. She was like, oh yeah, I was telling them I work for you. And I was like, no, 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 we work together. You know, and, like, that's just my mindset and my culture that I'm creating. Or the company. Yes. You guys are in this. Yes. Like. Together. If you're part of my team, like, it's a we, not I and you. Like, and I'm like that with, like, friendships. I'm just like that overall. Like, if I'm succeeding, you're succeeding with me. You know, like, we're we're in this together. Like, it's not a Emily's above anyone or, and I'm sure you're the same, you know. So, like, when we speak like that, too. We're making it something greater than our, just ourselves. No, it's uh, it's true. And you're probably, you know, in here sweeping and cleaning, oh, yeah. cleaning the bathroom. And yeah, like yeah. I was like that when I had a whole church. You've got to check your, your <laughs> ego at the door. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're here putting the work. Mm-hmm. You might have a, a higher billet or you're in a leadership role, but at the end of the day, like, this is your baby. Yeah. And you're going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we try to build a, you know, we try to build a culture and really just uh, allow people to have fun and be themselves. Yeah. And that was very hard for the business and myself when, when we were so tied up in the vegan community. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult. Um, like in what sense? Go, <laughs> go in. <laughs> so um, we, let, me, let me back up real quick mm-hmm. and just mention that we do, we do produce protein powders. That's what that's okay, our current yes. that's our current product offering. Yes, we have protein powders. Um, we're working on new products. Bars could come back. Dope. Possibly. I love bars. Every survey that we've sent out in the past four years says we're the bars, dude. <laughs> that's we're the awesome. bars. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to make it a comeback. For yeah, sure. um, that's cool. We're working on stuff. So we're going through a huge transition. Okay. Right. Yes, I asked you earlier. Huge what's your right What's now. your current mission and like how is that evolving? What is that evolving into? So it, the original like mission statement that I wrote when I, before I actually launched the company was good for you and the planet. Mm-hmm. So planet protein is good for you and the planet. Okay. And at the time, it was more so I was uh, really focused on like the environment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and then it got turned into this whole thing of like the planet in a, at a, as its entirety. Mm-hmm. So every being that's on this planet, let's try to put our best foot forward to make it a ha- healthier, happier place. Yeah. Um, and that still stands true today. Mm-hmm. The transition is more of we don't want to be seen as like this. We're just this vegan company. Mm-hmm. We're a clean company. Yeah. We're a healthy company. It's not like us and then you. Right. Like everyone can be a part of this. Right. Everybody. Yeah. And that was, <clears throat> that was the hardest thing for me because I, want, I wanted to hang out with everybody. 
mm-hmm. and be accepted and accept everybody into my circle. And the vegan community was very strict on who they like oh, fucked, tr- fucked with. Yeah. Oh, can trust I, me. Can this I say is that what, on here? Yes, please do. <laughs> it's funny because when I came back, so if you listen to my episodes, you know that I was Christian for many years. And when I came back, I'm like, just so everyone is, everyone knows, I like to say fuck. <laughs> so many of my friends came to me cracking up. They're like, I love this Emily because I've always loved to curse. But because I was in the Christian world and I was, you know, a different person, I could never fully be and embrace myself. And I had to change so much of who I was in order to fit this role and fit the mold of this perfect pastor's wife, which was never who I was. So I can relate a thousand percent to that. It's, um, I'm glad you said that because, I mean, when you get into different communities, I think people really latch on to what makes them feel that worth and sense of worth in that community, right? Yeah. Like, almost to the point where it gets extreme. Yeah, that's why I was telling you earlier, like, too much of anything can be bad. We And I said, excess water, we'll, you'll <laughs> drown, right? Yeah. yeah. Too much of anything, really. Yeah. Too much, uh, too many apples, and I'll probably... <laughs> who knows what ha- will happen yeah. you know i mean yeah so it's when i was in that community I, I, i'm gonna say right now i love all those people mm-hmm. because they've taught me something oh, along yeah. the way and yeah. i respect vegans so much because of the compassion that they have that they can kind of like really switch up their entire diet and lifestyle mm-hmm. for an animal yeah it's beautiful it, it's beautiful in the grand scheme of things yeah my whole thing is I love, I love every like niche community, you know, and I think it's amazing. My whole thing is whenever you get too tied up on that label that you don't see other people for who they are, you know, like if you're not vegan or if you're not Christian or if you are not, I don't know, anything like it's okay. We're not all meant to be the same in this life. Like every human being is so different. That we need to accept and love everyone exactly as they are. Like, we need to stop trying to convince people to believe and feel the things that we do. You know, like, it's not, it's not realistic. It's, um, I actually, when I was speaking at an event, I think I was in Arizona. I love Arizona. It, beautiful. Sedona, Sedona was oh, cool. Oh, I love Sedona. I had a Sedona. weird experience That's, in Sedona, yeah. actually, like. Yeah. This guy like following me in the, at night <gasps> on a road. Oh, like it was crazy. What the? There's That's some weird crazy. stuff out there. Yeah, it, it is. It, it is, but it's such a dope place. I've always said I want property in like it's Arizona. It's a portal. It's a, it's a portal to yes. the universe. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Sedona. It's I just special. got chills talking about yeah, Sedona. Special. Yeah, me too. Sedona's dope. Well, anyway. Arizona overall. But yeah, back. <laughs> <laughs> this, um, I, w- I was doing an event and they were do, like, doing a Q&A period. And this was like a vegan based event. So I'm talking about entrepreneurship at the you know like in offering plant-based products and being involved in the vegan community and vegan as a man mm-hmm. a lot of these things mm. were, to- were the topics and i remember a gentleman stood up and he asked me a question he said uh, you know about the vegan creed mm. i said no i don't know about no d- vegan creed <laughs> dude <laughs> what tell me about it i didn't know it was a thing and he uh he started saying like I can't remember. There was like three laws. Um, like I'll never eat animals again. Um, oh, wow. There was another law that I can't remember. And the third one that stuck with me was 
you can never eat at a table that has that serves animal products. Oh wow. And I was like, so how are you ever going to see your family for Thanksgiving again? Like you're just going to skip wow. all the holidays. Wow. You're not going to go out to a restaurant with your colleagues and Yeah. You're not going to have business meetings or you're not going to like what are you going to do? That's crazy. Yeah. How does that make sense? I'm like, so I for one will never follow that creed. Yeah. And and I'm I'm extreme like I said. Like I have yeah. tattoos of <laughs> vegan and yeah. Like I'm like I was very much in it. Yeah. But I felt so separated from the community itself. That's wh- while the word. That's the perfect it. word. You separate yourself. I was so separated, and honestly, it was, it was like black sheep, you know, in, in that community. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I gained. That's a, exactly how I was too. So I think I gained <laughs> I a lot you. of respect though too, because I mean, there's vegans that still follow me, mm. and they're interested yeah. in probably why did he switch it up? Mm-hmm. Why did he change? Why? Yeah. He was so passionate about it. He was speaking about it everywhere around the world. And, you know, it, it played its role in my life. Like, mm-hmm. it served so many roles. And it it was healing to an extent. Mm-hmm. But too much of anything, like you said. Mm-hmm. Can be bad, yeah. Yeah, so it, it kind of spiraled. And, you know, it it's... For what it is, I mean, I would never not allow... Like, I would never not allow myself to not sit at a table. Yeah. My family... Because they're eating meat. Yeah. And yeah, that's extreme. And I got to the point in my life where I was almost to that point. Wow. Because I was so immersed in it. Wow. That I'm like, oh, shit, I need to back up. This is not cool. This is not who I am. Mm-hmm. What, how, can I, how can I be a vegan and still love my friends that aren't like me? Mm. And right when I started to question that, I'm like, yeah. that, this is wrong. Yeah. This is wrong. And yeah. uh, there wasn't, I mean, there wasn't like a firm... There was, I was very like lenient mm-hmm. on certain things. Like I, it didn't, even if it bugged me, if somebody was eating meat in front of me, mm-hmm. I would still like, I wouldn't say anything. Yeah. It was a respect thing. Yeah. But everybody else I was around in the community would like shun that person. Yeah. How, how is that person ever going to want to do what you're doing? Yeah. If you just shun them. Yeah. And hate on them. And yeah. Make fun of them and troll them on why, IG and yeah, Facebook. Why, why? Like what's, so let's talk about that. Your experience with leaving the vegan community because i know that came with a lot of heartache pain which also that was tied to your previous relationship you leaving your previous relationship and you know i bring this up because i had a similar experience i feel like we had similar experiences where we both left communities and we experienced a lot of shame a lot of i don't even want to say guilt because i don't feel guilty for anything because i didn't do anything but um just mean people, unkind people, putting us down, trying to like make it make it seem like we're unworthy. So like, I'm gonna pull up a post that I put up, mm, September twentieth, twenty twenty one. So if you're following me on Instagram, that wasn't that long ago, dang. You can read through this if you want, but um, it was a basically a post that dang, I. Dang, I'm gonna go look. Yeah, this is it's. I'm holding a surfboard. And I'm throwing up the deuces. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really just a post about how I w- was leaving veganism. Okay. Um, and how I... Dang, 232 comments. Yeah, th- there's... Wild. <laughs> yeah, we'll People read. making freaking... We'll read a couple. <gasps> uh, <she laughs> oh, my God. Go ahead, I'm go already... Ahead. No, no, no. Go. I'm already, like, sorry. <laughs> I'm already, like, reading something. Like <gasps> oh, my God. Okay, conti- continue. It go was read, read some. Because you already know what... Half of these are, I'm sure. 
and the thing was is like yeah i stopped i stopped i started eating seafood first okay in costa rica that's what uh, i did when i stopped being vegan. really yeah i started eating seafood but my my veganism wasn't like intense like that. I, for me, I was just um, I was just like, okay, this might be better for my health. Like a fad diet thing. Kind of, kind of, sorta. Like I, my friends that I was surrounded with were doing it, so I was like, okay, let me try this out. Um, I did it. I loved it. But then for me, I was like, I realized that I wasn't even being healthier. I was like, I just want to be healthier. Thinking that it was gonna mask. Actually, now that I think about it, think back. I feel like I did that as a like a mask. Like, to mask, like, how I actually felt about myself. Like, because I was dealing with a lot internally for, like, so many years that I never faced or dealt with because I didn't feel safe, like, in a safe enough space to do that. So being vegan, I was like, okay, maybe I'll be, quote, unquote, healthier by being vegan. But all I was doing was eating, like, fake chicken, you know, like, the out of the bag. <laughs> so, like, I remember one day, I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, I gained, one, I gained more weight because all I could eat was, like, carbs, and I was always on the go. I'm always working. Food, a yeah, a lot of processed food. fake shit. So I'm like, this is pointless. Like, this is doing the opposite of, like, what I wanted. So, yeah. Then I started eating fish and meat, and I'm like, how did I ever not eat this? You know what's crazy? I actually did it. So I started with a lot of the processed stuff, but then I got really big into, like, whole foods, organic, plant-based, like, yeah. raw, raw. I did raw for a while. Dang. Yeah, I did a see, lot of I juicing, juicing cleanses. Yeah, I I loved a lot of it, mm -hmm. um, especially the cleanses. Like I would really that that felt good. Yeah, um, I would do like seven day juice cleanses and. Yeah, I'm sure those are amazing. Even even now as a meat eater, implement like, it now. Yeah, still, heck yeah, for sure. It's a balance, you know, doing um, it all. But I grew up like meat and potatoes, okay. and, ca and candy and <laughs> junk yeah. food. And so for me to go vegan, it was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the healthiest guy ever now. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's, yeah. that was my. So I you started having seafood in Costa Rica. So seafood in Costa Rica. Um, it was amazing. My whole body and was then, like levitating. Yeah, yeah like I it bet. Was, it was insane. <laughs> uh, and I was pretty, I was nervous. Okay. I was, yeah. or excited, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, to, to try it. Yeah. It was really cool. I was with my, one of my good homies and we ate, we ate the seafood and he's like, how do you feel? I'm like, dude, this is like, I've been missing something for sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. But I've been missing something. And and the crazy thing is that all my labs were, were good. I would mm -hmm. go to the doctor and get labs and your blood's good and all you know, everything's all the boxes were checked. I was yeah. physically healthy. Mm -hmm. Um ment mentally, I don't think I was that that healthy. Yeah. As a vegan. Yeah. To be honest. That was yeah. where the the turning point hit where like why am I still like restricting myself from something? Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know what it was, mm -hmm. but I'm like, I'm restricting myself. I need to explore. I need to experiment because I only live once. Mm -hmm. And if yeah. I'm and if I'm gonna continue this unhappy journey of of how I'm living, yeah, and it doesn't necessarily align with me anymore. Mm -hmm. That's what am I doing? Yeah. So there was a lot of fear mm -hmm. in going back. Yeah, I bet uh, a lot of fear. <laughs> yeah, especially with well, also your I feel like your whole life was based off of veganism my i mean I like that was your identity i was touring the world yeah it like became your identity it became who brendan yeah it became who brendan is mm -hmm. so to change that is leaving the comfort zone so of course that's scary of course that's stepping into the unknown you have no idea what's gonna happen and i dealt with a similar experience whereas like i left my whole life in order to gain this new life and that was scary 
you know, like I was, it's almost like I was starting from scratch all by myself. But at the same time, I became the most empowered person realizing that I can do anything. And I'm sure you felt the same way, you know, leaving your old life for your new life. You know, sometimes we don't realize that our new life costs us our old life. It does. You've got to let go in order. I say this all the time. You've got to let go in order to receive all of the beautiful new things in life. And in just all those lessons yeah. and experience and the journey is just so beautiful. It is. It can it's be, hard. It can feel <laughs> very hard. Yeah. It's times. bumpy. Very bumpy. <laughs> but it's in the grand scheme of things, it's, be- it's beautiful. It is. Like we're, we're blessed. It is. There's this one stat that sat with me that sat with me for, for a really long time now. Um, and I don't know how true, how accurate it is, but it's like 400 billion to one odds. We're mm. born a human being on this earth. Wow. 400 billion to one. So think about that. Like yeah. that's, yeah, it's, it's a it's miracle. A gift. It's, it's a, a miracle gift. that we're, that we're here yeah. right now. It is such a gift on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> I have so many moments of that, of just bliss and gratitude where I'm like, thank you for this life for like existing and. I'm I'm truly grateful for life, especially being in a space where I didn't want to live, you know, like, so that's why I talked about this too in another podcast where I'm just like, I'm so grateful for life because I know what it's like to not want to even have this life. But yeah, let's but back um, to, yes, let's dig through these comments because yeah, <laughs> people who are listening are probably like, what the heck? I want to hear them. <laughs> we know how to, how to get the cliffhangers. <laughs> yeah. In the show. All right. So. Mm, let's find one. If you find one, let me know. Oh, there's so many in here. Oh I already boy. see. All right, so here's, <gasps> here's one that's not, like, horrible, but... And this is why I won't get a V tattoo. In the event I quit, I'd re- want to remove the tattoo. I um, saw that. To address that, I'm so happy that I got this tattoo because, f- A, I love tattoos for... They're my art. Mm-hmm. how I express myself. I and, it's, s- and it's a symbol of your past now. You know, like, you can look at it and be like, wow, that was, like... That's I learned it. so much from that season. Exactly. It's a season of my life that I can always reflect on mm-hmm. because of the ink is there. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and people are like, you're going to cover it up. And what are you going to turn it into now? Ha ha. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I might not, I might just leave it how it is. Yeah. Like it's part of me. It's like, it's like when I stopped playing soccer or I got out of the Marine Corps, I have a Marine Corps tattoo. Mm-hmm. You guys aren't hating on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, you're hating on the vegan one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah go ahead you found one okay there's one that says regressing that's mean because like this is your journey and your walk how does that how does that mean you're regressing like i said earlier everyone's journey is so different it doesn't mean you're regressing like i think that's looking at somebody with the eyes closed and not seeing the bigger picture like just because something doesn't something serves you doesn't mean that it's going to serve everyone and then another one right under it veganism is not for weak people you are just a clown Mm. jeez guys why are we so mean to each other on social media here's another one any way i can return my vegan protein powder and get my money back (laughs) i saw that because you're a fraud so dang coming at amanda uh rude i like amanda (laughs) so hello what the hell wow another sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but i saw that and i'm like no 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 no. it goes on they go wow another one bites the dust maybe his new girlfriend pushed him to eat animal skin Mm -hmm. what the like why like if you have these thoughts like why do we feel like we need to freaking go finger crazy and like leave like why do we want to like put people down that's my whole thing like i've had thoughts all the time about people's posts about people's things and like i never am like let me write this so they can feel like shit right 
like, I've never, d- I've never done that. I've in never my life. done that either. Me and, either. And never will. Me either. There's why? no point. Why? It's so mean. Like we are all human beings. And this is why I say I dealt with similar things because whenever I posted my boyfriend, I haven't talked too much about this actually like in public, but whenever I posted my boyfriend, I cried most of the time I was in Mexico because of the mean comments I got, the mean DMs, the mean comments on my photos. Like, you're such a hoe. I always knew you were a hoe. You're a slut. You're this. You're such a fucked up person. You are selfish. You are this. Like, so I, like, it's so hurtful. Like, it, like, it sucks. It sucks to be shamed and, like, Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I'm sorry you had to go we, through this. No, <laughs> I, it, we, could, we actually thank all those people. Really, oh, yeah. Turned us into who we are today. Thousand percent. You know, it, it's it, it's part of life. I think um, there's always going to be haters out there. Yeah. But, you know, I hope they figure it out in, in, in their own individual respective lives. I hope that uh, anybody that's going through anything that's, you know, taking it out on somebody else, like, I hope they heal and, and figure that out because they yeah. know they know it's wrong. Honestly, anytime you are bashing anyone, it's a projection of how you feel on the inside. And that's what I've learned. For me, I'm like, if I want, if I feel the need to judge someone or say something mean or unkind to them, what is going on within me that's making me feel this? Because there's a million things I want to say about my past and all of that. But like I told you earlier, like, that's for me to deal with. That is not for the public. I never want to bash anyone or make anyone feel down or make them feel like shit, <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's, yeah, it doesn't serve, it doesn't serve anyone and it doesn't serve the individual at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people, they'll figure it out. They yes. will eventually, you yes. know, hopefully. Yes. But For me, it's like, this is my shit to heal with, to heal through and like to deal with. I am not going to project that onto anyone else. It's my stuff. And if we all did that, we can be so much of better humans. I agree. Um, so anyway, I um, ate seafood. <laughs> Back to that. This fucking awesome. Um, and, you know, I was so big on, like I said, the environment. And I still don't think, like, factory farming is good. I yeah. don't. I don't. I think there's a. Oh my god! A I've seen some of those videos. There's a problem oh, just so with sad. mass producing. Yeah, anything. Anything mm-hmm. in this in this new age, yeah. right? And it's like yeah, think about even clothes. The way that they like treat factory workers, right. or like you know, for shoes, clothes. Like in China, it's so mean. Yeah, it's so it's harsh. It is. It is, and we can't be perfect. Um, so that's that's kind of why I look at anybody that's bashing the vegan ex-vegans i guess you can call them us um they're still buying iphones yeah and those are mass produced in chinese factories yeah and we don't know what's going on there Mm -hmm. in the in the grand scheme of things so we can do our best yes that's all we can put our best foot forward that's all we can do our best i love to eat meat i eat steak four times a week yeah i eat pasture raised like organic um hormone free Mm -hmm. like um Lo- yeah, you do local, the best you local can. if possible, yeah. like do the best you can. Right? Yeah, that's all we can do. Um, try to drink clean water, just like all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, but now there's a, a much greater balance yes. to where I know nutritionally what fuels my body mm-hmm. and mind the best, and yeah, even spiritually. Mm-hmm. Like a lot has changed and shifted spiritually 
since since becoming a vegan. When I when I first became vegan, I was starting to question like if anything was real. Mm. Like I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was missing something. Yeah. Mm. But I was in like a, a hole of is God real or what, I've is, been what's through that, is yeah. the universe real or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just going all those, I feel like you have those to, dark holes. I yeah. feel like you kind of have to question <laughs> all of life in order to appreciate the beauty of it. So how did you deal internally? Because so like I said earlier, you were a cancer survivor survivor. I don't know why I couldn't say that word. <laughs> You're a cancer survivor and you were going through that. And then like a major public breakup in the midst of leaving veganism. And, yep. like, all these mean comments. I'm surprised you even left your comments open. I would have been like, fuck you guys, turning comments off. <laughs> I, uh, like, how? Like, man, that's a lot. It, like I said, they did it to themselves. I like deleted all my comments. The, world, I was the like, world gets to see these comments and just be more turned off by the vegan community. Mm. Really. And anybody that wants to go vegan, go, go for it. I, I'm not condoning it. Yeah. I mean, I think some people, it does work for them. And that's awesome. Yeah. I, know, I know vegans that have been vegan for like 45 years, 50 years yeah. since birth. and They're happy and it's amazing for them. doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And I thrive on what I eat now, mm-hmm. the lifestyle that I live now. Um, very like physically active and uh, mentally aware of myself yeah. now. So it's, it's, I'm on a different journey, a different, not mm-hmm. a different journey, but it's just like you said, You're a, in a different new season, season. Yeah. new chapter. Yeah. Um, still love that old Brendan, still love of course. the vegan guy. You would not be the Brendan that you are today without the past uh, Brendan. Love that guy. Yeah. So what did you ask me, though? What was... Um, so, like, how did you deal? Like, yeah. how did you deal with, like, all of... Like, just, I feel like this can be so overwhelming. You yep. dealing with cancer, healing from cancer, leaving a relationship, and it being so public, people being so mean, and, like, about the vegan and leaving your... Yeah, so this all happened about the same time. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, which is, um, man. <laughs> I was diagnosed with testicular cancer mm. in October of, let's see, 2020. Okay, not that long ago. Wow. Not that long ago. Oh, wow. And the crazy thing is, is I went to the doctor about a year previous and was I'm like, you know, I feel something. I felt a lump. I'm not going to give you guys too much detail, but <laughs> it was, it felt wrong. Mm. You know, I was like, this is weird. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm pretty stubborn, like, especially when it comes to doctors. Yeah. I don't really go to the doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll never find me at the doctor's office unless I have to be there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it took me a while to even go get it checked out. Mm-hmm. Finally did. And he's like, oh, you're good. Nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Just go home. I'm like, okay. So I kind of sen- felt like a sense of relief. And also, I kind of just stayed ignorant to my questioning. I was like, "Yeah, I was like, all right, thanks. Yeah, thanks for telling me that, Doc. Yeah, I'm yeah good. I feel I'm, good now. Whew, yeah, thank you. Yeah, even though your inner like guide was probably like, "Hello," it was like, "Dude, like you, you know damn well something's yeah, wrong. Something's wrong." But you listen to that like exterior mm-hmm. voice instead of listening to your own. And self. he's a doctor, right? Yeah, exactly. So like, he's not we, wrong. Yeah, we do that a lot in life. We're yeah. like, oh. They said that, so like, no, I'm not gonna listen to myself, my inner guide. Like, they said it, so it's it's good. I'm yep. good. Yeah. So, I would say about a year later, maybe a little bit less, like ten months, the lump started to increase in size. Like, mm. like this is a problem. This is a mass. Yeah. Something's yeah. wrong. Damn. So I went to a new doctor, and 
literally he looked at me and goes, you have to, we got to do surgery right now. I'm like, surgery, dude. Oh, shit. I tried going my whole life without surgery. Uh, what do you mean? And, and I've been damn. bruised up a few times and yeah. banged up, but I was really looking forward to, and I was, and I was like in that holistic approach too at the time where and I was vegan and I can heal this with the juice cleanse and mm-hmm. I didn't want to do surgery. You yeah. Know? Um, especially if removing that part, mm-hmm. which it's your, my right testicle. <laughs> so it's like, I can say that, right? We could talk about <laughs> yeah, this a little bit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's uh, the human body. I say that because the right side's like your masculine side. Mm. Oh, shit. That's the reason that oh, I'm wow. telling you this right now. This okay. much detail. Okay, wow. So when oh, I it's re- the human body. You know, my mom's a massage therapist, and I've always thought, like, you know, it's so interesting how you, like, touch people and, like, I don't know, just th- things that are, like, jobs that entitle, like, people touching other people and like she's the one that like normalized it for me she's like it's just a body mm-hmm. and like we need to normalize these things even when i had a, i had a sex podcast i had my um my therapist she happens to be a sex therapist as well and we talked about sex and normalizing it we need to normalize normalize these things like our bodies are these beautiful vessels and like why do we make things so weird you know like we we do a good job of that as yeah, humans yeah yeah <laughs> but that's wow okay so keep going um so yeah it was the right side masculine side right so i i there was it was a very big shift in my life because it was like essentially they removed that Mm -hmm. two weeks later i went to the doctor two weeks later it was gone we did the surgery Mm. the crazy part is is um, i was i was really cool with this doctor doing uh, operating the surgery and and because for one i was a little uncomfortable like i said i didn't want to get the operation done but he made me comfortable by saying well, we're going to avoid chemo. We're going to avoid radiation, mm-hmm. anything like that, because I think we caught it quick enough and we're going to test you right after the surgery and yeah. see, see what's going on. Right. He's like, if your levels are fine after the surgery, we're not because my blood tumor, my blood tumor level markers mm-hmm. are like through the roof. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Like, dude. Damn, this, this is like such a vulnerable, pla- vulnerable place to be for you. This is this could metastasize any second. Like this should, this should be spread wow. already through your lymph nodes and wow. like what's going on? What, you know? So I was like freaking out mm-hmm. for a few weeks waiting on the, the results, the final results. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did the surgery. We tested every week for four weeks, mm-hmm. like my blood levels. And I go into, I remember going to the doctor and I said, all right, Let's sit down, and he's like, we have to do chemo. Mm-hmm. We have to do radiation. Like, why? I thought we were going to avoid that. That's why I wanted to go with you Yeah, because that was my plan. And he, um, he's like, well, your tumor level markers are still too high. And, I said, let me, and this is the crazy part. This happens twice. I said, let me see the paperwork. And I think most people don't really question a doctor. Yeah. No, of course but not. I was they so do all these years of school. Like, you trust. We trust our doctors. I'm kind of I'm crazy. So I'm like, dude, <laughs> give me that, f- give me that fucking document right <laughs> yeah. now. What are, what is on this? And I looked at the date, and it was like the week before, the week prior's results. Mm. So I'm like, dude, you're not even looking at the right results. Yeah. So he's like, oh crap, you're right. Oh my god. So he looked. Uh, at, he pulled the latest one from like when I came in the week previous, mm-hmm. the fi- the fourth and final one, mm-hmm. and they were back in normal level. Wow. <laughs> so I'm so like, you're about to go through all this. Here's the thing. Get this. He still tells me, all right, everything's normal. 
Good, good. I'm still going to recommend chemo and radiation and send you to the oncologist. Okay. I thought we were in the clear. Yeah. Guess not. So I go to oncology and he sits down with me. And the crazy thing is, is this oncologist was extremely unhealthy, mm-hmm. extremely overweight and unhealthy. He just didn't like take care of himself. Mm-hmm. And I think like if and it and I say that because he told me I have two options, mm-hmm. chemo, radiation or surgery on your lymph node. Mm. So those are my two options. And I was in normal, normal reading and mm-hmm. everything was normal. There was no, all this, all the scans that I did, there was nothing that spread and there was a microscopic chance that it can. Mm-hmm. So like there's a microscopic chance that you know, anything can happen to us on any given day. Yeah. And uh, that really triggered me. Mm-hmm. I think you can hear it in my voice a little bit. <laughs> I'm still pissed. Yeah. I mean, um, that's... And I, I remember I walked out, I walked out. I said, I said, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to observe and I'll take, you know, I'll, I'll come back for a checkup in six months, 12 months and just observation period. Mm-hmm. Cause how do you know about observation period? Yeah. And dude, I, it's like, sounds like you, he, this is what he said to me word for word. It sounds like you've been thinking about this a lot. I mean, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> like, Wow. I was just diagnosed and went through surgery and yeah. all these tests, of course, yeah. to my mind a little bit. Yeah. So um, I stormed out of there and I haven't been back since, but I, I did get a checkup. I did a CT scans recently. I would say about three months ago, four months ago. Mm-hmm. Everything's clear. So it's amazing. I'll go back and when I feel called to go back. Like yeah. Six months, eight months. Yeah. And just get checkups for peace of mind. For sure. But yeah. Anyway. Man. That was the the whole scare, I guess. Or it was just a message. Take it for what it is. It wasn't. It's not anything that I'm like. Like I don't even think I ever had it or could have had it. It was mm-hmm. kind of like, all right, if you keep going down this road, mm-hmm. and we'll get into that, mm-hmm. then something's gonna happen to you. Mm. So figure it out. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, it. Was a message. It was kind of a slap in the face Mm -hmm. you know I was I was escaping from a lot of my reality yeah and um, it was like hello wake up yeah and I'm really glad that that it happened because now I can sit here and talk about it yeah yeah well you're a freaking survivor thank you and that's amazing literally I applaud you for all the shit that you've been through because I know it's been a lot yeah thank you and to like just be such a loving kind human being like it's not easy, but especially I, after like all of that. I make mistakes. Of course. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't um, we all? Do you want to talk about? Yes. <laughs> so in the midst of that, that's what I was saying too. You were ending a relationship. I was ending a relationship in the midst of that pretty much. Um, so I, I went through, I was in a relationship for, for almost four years and went through and, and it was like this, you know, whole vegan community was was kind of praising us as like this couple that was making a change in the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we were, essentially we were, and that was our mission at the time. And um, it served its purpose. Um, and we had a, we had a pretty rough breakup, a pretty toxic breakup, I yeah. would say. Um, I'm definitely not innocent yeah. in terms of why it was like, why it actually happened the way it happened. 
Yeah. Like it was definitely destined to happen. It was, of course, you know, yeah. we're here today for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, and the relationships that we're in today. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> they're very fulfilling, right? And, yes. And wholesome yeah. and, yeah. and real and, relationships that we we talked about this for a second that we kind of look at like okay let's have a family let's let's get married <laughs> yeah. let's do this or yeah it, it's like those are things that I didn't really necessarily feel called to do mm. with this you know my past relationship yeah um but yeah like I said I'm, I'm definitely not innocent in the sense of um, how it went down mm -hmm. but yeah I was I was I was dragged all over the internet I would wake up, there'd be, there'd be mentions about me and it wasn't positive. Yeah. You know, and there was different rumors floating around and, um, just different, there's a lot of trash talk and name calling and assumptions and yeah. opinions and all these things were circulating for quite a while Yeah, you know, about my business. And, um, that's why I kind of just had to come out and be like, look, I'm not vegan. Mm -hmm. This is me. Yeah. I'm Brendan. Yeah. And I kind of did a similar thing. It's like, I'm, because don't, it's don't like, define me by this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm moving on. It's a new season, and this is who I am. Accept me or don't. I am who I am. You know? And, yeah, I think we get so tied up on, like, who people were rather than who they're becoming. You know, because yep. we don't even do that for ourselves. A lot of times we stay stuck on our past selves and we don't see who we're becoming or we don't see who we can become because we're so stuck on past relationships. We're so stuck on past jobs. We're so stuck on who we used to be. And we don't see, the, like, who we are right now today. That all of that made us who we are today. That's 100%. 100%. So it's, um, it's been a journey. It's fun. It, it really is. Like, you just... When you kind of like look at all these things that happen in your life, good or bad, mm -hmm. negative or positive, or, you know, they're there for a reason. They serve its purpose. And if we have fun with the journey, yeah, the journey's in the destination, right? Not the end. Mm -hmm. It's it's right yeah. here. It's right here right now. Yes. Even even in Florida traffic and <laughs> South Florida traffic. <laughs> yeah. it's There's so much traffic here. It's crazy. No, that yeah. stuff makes, like, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a patience tester. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's just oh like yeah. enjoy it, embrace it. Um, yeah, you yeah. will make mistakes along the way, hundred mm -hmm. percent. Can you own up to those mistakes? Yes. And accepting it all. Accepting it, like mm -hmm. yo, but I, not settling. But because, not like I talked, we talked about this earlier, where I was like, anything of too much of anything can be bad. Because a lot of times we think we, yes, we need to accept things, but also know that you have the power to change. That's right. You don't have to settle or be comfortable all the time. But still accept it because it's happening, but know that you can always, you always have the power in your hands. No, it's uh, very well said. And it's like, who are we not to change, right? Like we should be changing. Yeah. We should be evolving. Yes. We should be like, oh crap. Change is the only thing that's constant. It's, it, and if it's not, then complacency kills. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something that has always stuck with me that, that we, I brought from the Marine Corps, mm -hmm. like complacency kills, like literally, yeah. but then metaphorically, like, yes, yeah. you're complacent, complacent your relationship or your business or yeah. your own life. Yeah. Well, the thing is like, we're actually meant to grow. Think about how we were babies once, like in all ways of life, we are meant to grow. 
spiritually mentally you know like obviously our bodies are are we're getting older you know in all areas of life we should be growing but we stay stuck on certain seasons or thinking that we have to be somewhere other than who we are or what we are but growth is what we should come like you know that's what like needs to come out of life growth in all areas i'm, I'm going on i'm 32 in november and I feel like I'm just now really figuring it out, you know? I was having this conversation with somebody in person the other day where she was just like, you know, like, I just wish I would have figured all of this out sooner. And it's like, our journey is our journey. I'm like, the fact that you are figuring it out right now is a gift. Because you could never figure it out. You could go your whole life and... Ne like never have like an awareness of yourself or an awareness of like the fact that you have the power to change your life or be whoever you want to be and, and i think we get just get so caught up in in comparing our lives to others mm -hmm. where we're like man they figured it out they've got the house they've got the job they've got the kids the, the wife or the husband or yeah or they got the family and mm -hmm. they got the, you know they're traveling they they're going the career, up north yeah, they yeah like all these cool things but that's their timeline. That's their journey. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, Completely nobody different. has it. Nobody has anything figured out. Nobody. <laughs> there is no rule book to life. We are just all winging it. If you meet someone and they're all healed and they figured it all out and everything's just bliss. I don't know if I believe them. <laughs> no, I don't either. You're living in like an alternate universe. I, I hope so. I, <laughs> like hope, you're I not, hope it's that way. If you're that way, then you're probably a monk. But I'm not believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they, they even have shit. I'm sure. This monk's like, yo, dude, why are you talking shit? <laughs> <laughs> monks yeah. are fighting like something. We're Every humans. Yes, that is the human experience. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're meant to just be in bliss and like, yes, we're meant to enjoy all of life, but like life is hard, but also not hard. Yeah, we make it hard. We make it a lot yeah. harder than it is, but I give you yeah. something. It's yeah, like the duality of life is so important. You can't have one without the other. I talk about this all the time, like, I can't experience true joy and peace without my like sadness and like anger. True. Because you don't know what what the other is without experiencing the other. True. And and you're also working hard. You're putting in the work. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> mentally, physically, spiritually. That's career. Yeah. Relationship. Yeah. Family. We have to. You have to. We're called to do that. Mm -hmm. so that's our that's our purpose in life. Is. Yep. Really, just. You know, and I say family, and that really hits home with me because I don't know how close you are with your family. I'm, I've, I've always been very close with my family. Um, I had, I've had a lot of bumps in the road, but overall, I am very close with my family. That's, it's a, it's a blessing. Yes. Something that I underlooked. Yes. Um, for so long, because I, I moved out of Michigan originally mm -hmm. from Flint, Michigan. Okay. Actually, I went to Grand Blanc High School. I will get a hater on here that's like, he wasn't from Flint. <laughs> that's on actually one of the comments oh or somewhere God. really who like who cares <laughs> well you know we we lived on the border and you know that's i was hanging you out lived on the border they're like I, no you you're not from there i hung out oh I hung my out God. Flint every day that was my i mean guys come on really funny, like, why right? <laughs> that's ridiculous um i moved out of michigan okay. about a little over 10 years ago okay to here and i'm the only one yet okay to, to florida yeah, actually the west coast of florida okay um, i'm the only one that that got away Mm. Know, in my family for the most part um so i don't really see my family often mm -hmm. actually it was just in michigan um, over the weekend okay and um 
I don't I don't see my family too much. Um, I've had to put in a lot of effort in order to do so. Um, and that's not me throwing shade. That's me saying, like, I made the move, and yeah. I want to see you. I want to be in your family. I, I want to mm-hmm. be in your lives. I want to yep. know what's up. Yeah. And um, so I, I do put in that effort to, to communicate as much as I can and, mm-hmm. you know, just stay up to date. But it's, like, family to me, it means so much to me. Mm-hmm. And I think I, like, there was a big lack in that in the sense of, like, like, my family was always there for us, always took care of us, always provided, did what they could, love them so much for that. Mm-hmm. Um, that literally, they gave me everything, gave me life. Mm-hmm. But um, there's certain things that I'm sure people can relate to with when it comes to family that you, you crave yeah. from a family member. Yeah, oh, of course. Maybe a particular family member. Of course. <laughs> and uh, you don't get it. Yeah. So how do you, how do you, like, learn how to be okay with be that. okay with that live with that because that becomes your reality like that feeling and experience will continue to like trickle on into future relationships into how you feel about yourself a lack of is how literally you'll always deal with that the vegan community um and i don't i don't know if i should even label them all at once but the toxic side of it, I would say. Because there's, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I met so many friends, so many cool people. Yeah, I've met a um, lot of really cool like vegan people. Really just, they've supported my mission and our business along the way, and they mm-hmm. continue to do so. You can't put everyone in a box. You can't, they're not in a box. And when I say vegan community, I guess I'm referring to the people hating. <laughs> yeah, they're not so nice ones. I would say that a lot of, a lot of that crap disassociated me even further with my family during that time mm. because they're like it's like they're eating meat mm-hmm. you're gonna be around that mm-hmm. you're gonna be around dead mm-hmm. carcass yeah what is wrong with you yeah I'm like dude i'm not so, i want to like see my, my mom. family <laughs> yeah yeah so that's crazy that was another another factor in it um but it's so important to me now because i've gained a lot more clarity i would say over the last couple years especially mm-hmm. um, and one of my one of my ultimate goals is is one to create a family that I'm super proud of and raise raise a family that like give them everything that I was missing mm-hmm. and craving and still craving today. Yeah. Um that's the goal for sure. That's the goal. I think about me. that all the time. I'm like I'm excited to have kids. But at the same time my I guess another goal on that same topic is is try to amend anything that that's mm-hmm. out there that's broken mm-hmm. and just try to like fully accept the situation for what it is mm-hmm. and love and grow and just put the effort in on your end yes know and that you've you, done you, everything you, you can you, you know yeah. you showed up yeah so i'm i'm really working on that right now it's it's a lot of like just trying to connect with family as much as possible mm-hmm. cousins too and aunts uncles yeah. and just learn more about them yeah, because I feel like when you're a kid, you see him at Christmas parties and stuff. You're like, oh, hey, what's yeah. up? Yeah, when love you get you. older, you just kind of, yeah. And then you don't really know about their life either. Yeah. Like, oh wait, you're my uncle, but what do you do? Or yeah. Who are you? Or yeah, yeah. What, what interests you? Mm-hmm. So I found that like really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my my family. Obviously, every family has their own shit, but my family we're very Hispanic, <laughs> so we have our salsa parties like 
once a month we get together all drink and then the cool thing too is that my cousins and like one of my aunts she's like my age we're like all similar age so like literally my cousins i'm extremely grateful for this like it's a blessing because i know not everyone has this but like my cousins and like my aunt and my siblings we like literally they're my best friends so like it's such a gift that's awesome yeah it's also like a hispanic thing because we're always like together like every almost every other weekend there's like a family event there's somebody's birthday it's like a holiday or that's also why i've like always wanted to move but i'm like i can't like see if you told me that like years ago i'd be like i'm kind of jealous or envious of that Mm -hmm. man no but that's why because when i hear things like you know like your story it makes me appreciate my family so much more because it's like i know not a lot of people have what i have and i cherish it and now but now it's like motivation Mm -hmm. it's inspiration for me i'm like families like that exist yes i can create Mm. that yes i can instill certain Mm -hmm. things in in my children that yeah i can have a certain um conversation with them and yeah just a different approach to things Yes, make sure they value family we're friends we're homies i'm your your dad first yeah (laughs) but you know i think um it's going to be exciting when when that when that time comes and i can i guess i can talk about it now i'm engaged and Yes. Uh, getting married and Yes, you so I wanted to talk about that. Like we we want to have I never, kids. I never talked to you about um so you guys have been dating how long now? <laughs> so we uh we've only been together for almost 11 months. Okay. Okay, so almost yeah. So almost a year. And, and here's the thing. When I when I was I guess I was in, you know, my single life. Mm-hmm. Um really figuring a lot out. I had a, it it gave me time to really just understand myself more, what I want, what I need, mm-hmm. what I crave. Um, we bom- Boundaries that I need to set. Yes, I think it's so important. Uh, almost all the time, always, uh, of course, to know what it's like to be on your own. And for me, it doesn't seem like I did that, but I have like, I go to therapy like every month. So I have been like with my therapist where I'm like, I was alone in a relationship and that's possible True. too, True. you know, to be super alone where I was figuring shit out. I was facing my demons all on my own, figuring out what you figured out while you were single, but I was in a marriage. So like everyone's story is different. Everyone's story. And that, that's honestly something like, I'm really thankful for that time. It wasn't like that much time, really. I mean, mm-hmm. cause you were single, you said for a year, almost a year. Okay. But it, it's, I, I mean, was single for like, a month <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it worked how it worked out how it was supposed to right yeah I, mean, I was at the point right before I met Amanda I was at the point where I'm like look I'm not looking for anything mm-hmm. I'm not even like I'm just chilling yeah it's like golfing every day and yeah just hanging out working working out eating eating clean yeah really just um enjoying my life like connecting with family and traveling a little bit and mm-hmm and then it just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just happened. The best things happen unexpectedly. And then it was like, when you know, you know, right? I've heard that saying like more times in the last 10 months oh, than I have sure. ever. And for it's sure. so true. Yeah. Because I know. And obviously, you know, I asked the question. We're engaged. <laughs> um, super excited to get married next year. And you guys got engaged really fast. Really fast. How many months? Um, after six months. Okay. So what made you do that? You're just like, 
And the, and the, well, the crazy thing is, is that all of my previous relationships, and I say all You're of with them, them. I, all of them, like I have <laughs> like so many. Have so no, <laughs> it's not like that. Um, what I mean by that is I've been in longer relationships, I guess, like three, four years. Yeah, that are more serious. They're more yeah. serious. I was yeah. always the type to try to, like, uh, this is the person I want to be with. And yeah, you were in Let me like dedicate a to this person. And you were Eloho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Better terms. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> I can guess. Um, what were we saying? About getting engaged. Oh, fast. okay, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the little home <laughs> threw you off. Um, I never wanted to, like, truly, never really wanted to ask the question or, mm-hmm. or like, have children. Yeah. And obviously, I was younger, but I, mean, I wasn't that young. Yeah. It's. People have kids at and 20. Now, and now it's like, yeah, right. Which is so crazy. Which is, I don't, I, don't, like, I couldn't do it. I, th- I know, I think about that. Sorry, side note. But I think about that and I'm like, holy shit, I'm 30. And I like, I mean, obviously now I'm more ready for a kid. But yeah. still, like at 20, you think you're so old, but you're so young. So much time. You have so much time. You think you're so old. And I used to think I was like, damn, I'm this whole ass adult, which I was, you know, because of my the way my life was. But like, to have a kid. And we have so much time still. Like, even yeah. if you're. You can be 60 years old and start a new business. You can be 80 and start a new business. Yeah. You can start working out at 60. Yeah, these timelines, we create them. Like, And that's why I was telling you earlier, I feel like that's why I got married so young. Because I, in my head, I had this timeline. And of course, I wanted to make my parents proud and happy because my parents got married super young. They had all their kids by like... I think 23, 24. So like I felt that pressure of like, oh my God, I need to have this done and this done and that done. And then I'm married and I'm like, shit, I don't want kids. (laughs) You know, so then I'm like, oh my God, I got married way too young. I remember, actually, this is my first time saying this in public. Three, two or three years into my marriage, I remember I was in Costa Rica crying to my dad. Dad, I got married too young. I fucked up. Wow. I've never said this in public. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But, yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I knew so early on that I just, I don't know, I just did it because of the out, what it appeared on the outside. Society ingrains yeah. these things, too. Yeah. We're all conditioned to so many things growing mm-hmm. up as children, especially in... Well, especially in, I was in the Christian world. Sure. So, like, for me, I couldn't live with my partner. I couldn't, right. you know, you can't have sex. You can't do anything until you're married. You're not even seen as a real couple unless you're married. True. Like, I was a hidden girlfriend for, like, a long time, too. So, like, for me, I was like, okay, we got to get married. And then, like, we literally rushed it. We had a big-ass breakup before we even got married, which is, like, there is so many, like, things that were wrong. But, like, now that I'm redoing it, I'm like, this feels right. Sure. Yeah. Like, I am in no rush, obviously, because of my experience. But <laughs> I'm in You're no like, rush I'm to get married. We're going to have kids tomorrow, though. Yeah, I'm like, we'll have kids tomorrow, but <laughs> uh, getting married, we can wait. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> but I, you can put a ring on my finger. But I get that. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> like, I waited. Well, I actually didn't, like, I don't know. You got married quick. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, eh, yeah, you we're did super the opposite. Good, yeah, but we're not gonna get married right now. But yeah, I'm like opposite. Yeah, yeah. no, I definitely want to get married. Which is cool. Which is in the beginning, actually, I would tell you, I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to get married. <laughs> and now I'm like, no, I definitely want to get married. Yeah, just not anytime soon. Well, and plus, like, you just went through, you, you went through all that, and you're yeah, I went through a lot. Yeah, it's it's probably triggers a little bit, right? And it's yeah, certain I emotions. mean, there's oh uh, yeah, there's a lot of things. Actually, I talked about this in my episode with um. Claudia Caprio, mm. the therapist. 
Shout out Claudia. She's awesome. She's I love great. her. I'm like, I'm honored that she's my friend. Yeah, she, me but too. Yeah. She likes me too. I know. I love her. <laughs> I love her. She's such a dope human. But um, something that like she helped me realize through this whole journey is that like being in a, re- in a healthy relationship like brings out a lot of shit like that I realized wasn't healthy. So it's like just dealing with that. And then the fact that I have a partner that is like going through it with me is so beautiful. And like for me, that's everything I could ever want and need. Like the other day, RG probably won't like that I say this. Sorry, babe. But the other day he had like, he, the other day I was, I was going through it. Like I was triggered. I was literally crying, sobbing. It happens to me a lot now. And then he's like, I'm not here for, I'm not here with, to be with you, like, through just the good moments. Like, I'm here w- with you, like, through the bad, through the ugly, through all of it. And wow. I love you through all of it. I'm going to get emotional because, like, I have, great, I'm going to cry. <laughs> because, like, I have never been seen, wow, I don't think I've ever cried on an episode. <laughs> I think I did on the first one. But, like, to be seen by your partner and, like, be enough even through like your darkness and like all your hardships is everything. So like true that. Yeah. True so, that. So like I'm sure for you so like for me like marriage and all these labels like they're nothing. What matters is like the depth of the relationship. Yep. You know and that's what I've learned. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure you're dealing with RJ like, you're the man. Ser- <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is. Literally that's why that's why people like see it like they they're like I see how happy you are. I'm really glad that you said that. It's I feel the same way. Yeah. I really feel like seen, heard. Yeah. Um, and that's all we ever want from our partners. Even if I'm not necessarily understood immediately. Mhm. It's like, okay. Let me f- let me try to understand you at least. Let me figure yes. this out. Let, let me let hear me you. Try. Yes. Let me hear you. Yeah. And that's all we can ask for. Mm-hmm. So anybody who asks for, we don't the gifts are cool. Yeah. I got a, I got a sugar mama. No, I'm just <laughs> but it's, it's like obviously like gifts and or like dates and, you know, dinners and all yeah, that stuff is, is great and yeah. nice and very important. But if you're not seen or heard. Or if you like feeling enough too is a super important one. Then you got to question some things. Yeah. Cause that was something that I dealt with in my past where it was like, I was seeking for this validation. Like I was never enough. So like for me, that's why to be in this space right now where I can heal, number one, I am seen and I am enough is literally everything. That's, wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it's it's all we could ever ask for. Yeah. And, and it happened when it was supposed to happen for you. Mm-hmm. Right? For you too. For me too. <laughs> because now, you're like I said, you're engaged. So <laughs> and back to that. <laughs> I don't know how we got all yeah, over the we, place. Um, but so we... we you know, we went to uh, we went to Italy about a month after we started dating. Okay, we mm-hmm. yeah we that was yeah we have such similar we stories because we went to it was in Mexico yeah I think we were in Mexico when yeah, you guys you were in Italy or we were in Costa Rica, Costa Rica one of those one of those two I, we took two trips within like the first month mm-hmm. of dating mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we uh <laughs> right away just instantly like hit it off and uh, Amanda was so I was on Instagram. And I and I noticed that she was in my stories, mm-hmm. her her bubble, right? Because <laughs> at the time, frankly, I wasn't I wasn't following anybody. I was following one mm-hmm. account, which was Planet Protein. Like, yeah. So it looked like I had like all this ego and just like fuck yeah. this guy. Yeah. He doesn't follow me. Yeah. But it was even like close friends. It was everyone. Mm-hmm. I just had to dump everything, 
clear my mind. I didn't yeah. want to see anything in my feed. Yeah. I just wanted to like post what I wanted to post, what I felt was right mm-hmm. and figure out my life a little bit. Yeah. I was kind of lost in the sauce, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, um, I checked her page out and I started like checking her stories. Mm-hmm. So she would see that I'm you watching were, her looking, stories. Yeah. You like type that in, but, to I didn't, like but I didn't follow her. Right. Yeah. So she's like, how'd you do that? And I wasn't necessarily typing it in, but it was, we, um, what was it? So actually she's. Like when you would see her looking at your thing, you would click on her. So this is the crazy part. We were out, we were out one night. I was with a friend and she was with some friends. This is before I knew she existed. Yeah. Right. And we were at the same bar. We were at the same spot. And she saw me. I was like, oh my God, that's, that's Brendan, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) And <laughs> she's like getting all nervous. And she blushing. didn't come up to me or anything. Um, but uh, the next day, I DM'd her. Okay. I literally DM'd her the next day. So you guys day. didn't talk at she all. She saw me. I didn't yeah. see her. I didn't oh, even. Oh, okay, okay. So I knew she existed. Sorry, let me back up. Um, but only through Instagram. Like okay. through the Instagram stalking of each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next day, I DM'd her. And I just replied to like, she actually had her like a medicine cabinet open mm-hmm. or, or the pantry or something. It was like all this like herbs and mm-hmm. it's like healthy food and I'm like, oh shit. Girl's <laughs> like, this is dope. Yeah. So I just put a fire emoji, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Putting in like the little At least like, it wasn't a reply to like her like a picture of her or something. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. more like, yo, like I like this. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> we started talking. We oh. started like kind of DMing back and forth, like, hey, what's up? And she followed you, like, in your old she life. She followed me in my old life. She actually started following me and my ex. So she That's knew so funny. She knew about all of the the public, yeah. her, you know. So crazy, yeah. Outrage, I guess you could call yeah. it. Um, so she witnessed a lot of that stuff. So it's like, it, yeah. it kind of worked It worked out great because she already knew, like, kind of what to expect. It wasn't like, a, oh, hey, by the way, yeah, you might see something on Instagram about me that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty cool. And uh, I met her on her birthday. Mm-hmm. I met her out, and there was there was like thirty people there from her work. Mm-hmm. And I showed up with one of my friends. He's like kind of like an acquaintance, sort of, sort of, you know, like someone to hang with sometimes, and cool guy. And uh, I remember him leaving like twenty minutes in. He was like, "I'm gonna go home." I'm like, "So I'm <laughs> He's there." Like I'm just your ring, like I'm just your boy he for like, like yeah, a few moments, and then I'm ha- out. Ha- Later, that's what he did. So He's you like, don't show up solo. Like, dude, it's late. I'm out. I'm like, <laughs> Dang. I mean, at least he showed like, up right. with you. You know, it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. Um, I remember seeing Amanda from from across the room, and instantly I was like, okay, yeah, this is like, this feels right. Mm-hmm. This this is, I'm like here for a reason. This was, I wasn't going like into this. Like, I'm meant this. to be here. Yeah. I wasn't going into this like, oh, this girl's hot. I'm like, yeah. yeah. No, it was like, <laughs> something is calling. Mm. You know, and we had we had chatted for a week, like a few weeks prior to yeah. actually meeting, so we knew some intimate things about our, our each other mm-hmm. already, which was good. Um, and then we met, and we've only been apart like a couple times since. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we moved in pretty quick together, and yeah. Next came the proposal, and um, yeah, it's it's going really well. I mean, the the cool thing is is that we're able to like work on ourselves together if that makes sense no a thousand percent like it's really cool that i can go through all my shit have my moments mm-hmm. um she can have her moments yeah same we can for us like yeah. 
come together. Come toge- yeah, help each other in your healing and like aid each other. In you your might healing. not like what you hear all the time. <laughs> so some certain things might yeah. might you know you might get off caught off guard or yeah. not like what you hear or might trigger you or something like that. But to have your partner stay with you mm-hmm. and like figure it out mm-hmm. and like communicate yeah. and have a healthy open way of like communication. Mm-hmm. It's it's incredible. It is. I feel heard. It is. To be able to openly express yourself and how you actually feel is everything. And I didn't ever know that existed in a relationship, really. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> At all. I'm yeah. like, I'll just shut up. Yeah. Or I'll just well, that's how I've, I've dealt with. Because I've, so ever since a child, I've been used to, like, we don't talk about our feelings. Yeah. You know, like, you kind of shove them under a rug, suck it up, be a big girl. So that's how I've always dealt with my shit. And so now, like, being in this healthy relationship, it's like, no, like, let's talk about it. So, like, I in the beginning, I remember I would, like, go into the room, do what I used to do. And, like, my partner would never know when I was, like, anxious, stressed, depressed. Like, no idea. Yeah. Zero idea because I would hide it. And I would go into the room by myself and, like, never be checked on, nothing. So, like, now <laughs> it's completely different. Where, like, my partner is super aware of me. And, like, he literally can feel my energy. Like, something's off. Like, what's wrong? Like, let's talk about it. Like, do you want to talk about it now? And I'll be like, no. And then, like, I s- now, like, it's crazy because, like, the last little thing that I had, I was like, okay, I'm ready to talk. <laughs> 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 and, like, I just let it out. That's and awesome. then, like, for me to do that is, like, such a vulnerable place because I have never done that in my life. And for me to talk out loud like that to somebody about my feelings and emotions and how I actually feel is, like, very hard for me because I've never done that. So, like, to be in that space means I feel so safe with you. So, like, that's, like, I think it's so important to be in a relationship where you feel safe. That's safety is the, is the word. Mm-hmm. Just having that trust. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. okay, this might, it might piss somebody off. Mm-hmm. One of us might get, like, a little upset or pissed. Of course. That's part of a relationship. <laughs> but you know and you understand that we're being true mm-hmm. and we're here for each other. Yeah, so and like we're going to work through it. At the end of the day, it's like, yo, I got you. Mm-hmm. we'll figure it out yeah you know, i might be upset for a couple hours yeah and we're good yeah it's like so it's it's really nice to because i think people have this like misconception of a perfect relationship mm-hmm. where it's like there's never going to be an argument or yeah something no, that, that doesn't exist uh, that i don't think that exists yeah, <laughs> no it does not exist at all but it's it's how you it's always it's how you communicate right yeah it's how, how you, you work through like the hard moments because they're going to come and that's something that I had to learn through trial and error. Mm-hmm. I was never necessarily shown how to or taught how to like emotionally deal in like emotionally deal with myself. Yeah. Or Same. my partner in relationship ever. Same. Ever. Yeah. yeah. It was it was scold and leave, run, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. abandon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. Those things still come up where I'm like, all right, I gotta abandon now. Yeah, but then same. I'm like, oh that's shit, what I was no, saying. No, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, same. Exactly. It's like re, like rewiring yourself, mm-hmm. and that's why now I'm like, oh, wait, I don't have to go into the room and cry by myself. Like, I can cry on your shoulder now, which is like also so amazing. You're not gonna judge like, me. You're not gonna judge me. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not like, gonna leave me. Yeah, you're you not gonna me? leave me. Yeah, that's like another big thing where it's like something that I struggled with a lot is like, yes, I was in a relationship, but I felt so alone. So like, that's my fear. 
of like being alone again. Even though I know I'm incredible on my own, but like I don't want to be in a relationship and feel alone again. No one does. Like, yeah. And no, I did no that one. for years, for years. Same. So like, I don't want to do that. That's like the last thing I want. And, so and that's why it like, you were kind of, you were calling out what you wanted, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. And it happened. Mm-hmm. And it happened in the timeline that it was supposed to happen. Yeah, which is. And whether, <laughs> and whether that's quick or. Yeah. Like it can. Yeah, it's never in the timeline that we want. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's, now it's like, all right, this is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And we're happy with that because we're literally happy with our partners. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. It is cool. I feel like that's a really big because accomplishment a, in life. It is because a lot of people aren't are in relationships that they're super unhappy and they settle and they stay in it because they think that they have to. That goes for yeah relationships, jobs. Yes, everything. Everything we settle, and everything. we stay in things because we think we have to. But like I said earlier, that's the beauty of being a human being, that we have these choices. We have so much power to choose the lives that we want. And how, we we can't, all this cannot go without saying how much work has to be put in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) A lot of work. Like, you really do have to, like, put in the effort Mm -hmm. to mold Mm -hmm. yourself into Mm -hmm. the person that you strive to be and you want to be and you see yourself being. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, continue to do that and show up, continue to take action, mm-hmm. continue to build yeah, and grow and evolve. And when you do those things, good things happen. Yeah. And good things happen to good people. Yes. And yes. good people are not saints by yes. any means. We make yes. mistakes mm-hmm. in life. But it's what do you do with that, mm-hmm. with that mistake? Do you learn from it and grow and evolve or do you continue to stay in that cycle and that pattern yeah and make the same mistakes yep call yourself out on your bullshit and Mm -hmm. fix it you know and um it's really just inspiring to be around you and thank you i feel the same to to be your friend and allow allow us to share this space and thank you just chat and yeah this is like this is part of our journey here Mm -hmm. sitting down on this couch and i'm having this conversation and just continuing our our evolution yes. our, our growth period yes and it's fun and it's, it's exciting it is it is i'm man i think this is the longest episode i've had <laughs> that's how <laughs> like in we got into it and then that's not even counting like the 30 minutes that we talked before <laughs> yeah this is good this is but good. no i'm grateful for you i'm grateful for amanda you guys are amazing human beings you know i have had so many like moments recently where i'm just like i don't have many friends so like my obviously last season of my life, I had so many people around me and like, you know, I thrived off of that because I've been so alone for a lot of my life. And then like in this season, I've told actually Amanda this um, not too long ago, where I was like, you know, turning 30 and like stepping into this new season of my life, I don't have many friends, but the ones I have are so fulfilling and they're so true and genuine and like loving and we all accept and love one another for who we are. I- Honestly, I feel the same exact, and it's quality, not quantity, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. I think I had a lot of the same. We were so similar when it yeah. comes to this because <laughs> um, I had so many different friends and acquaintances and mm-hmm. same people I thought like were really there for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're they're good people. Yeah, of but course. But it's not like we're like, I'll I'll go to war with you or mm-hmm. you know, like this is, and I can count on one hand how many people would do that for me. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like that too. But mm-hmm. you know, the, the people that I've, and I think we have been surrounding ourselves with, um, as of recently, mm-hmm. right? Of the last, within the last year. Yeah. We've come across some really cool people. Yeah. And I think that's, um, it, it shows like the work that we put in as well. Mm-hmm. And what we've put and out that's, there. Yes, that's one thing. Like, we're going to attract who we are. So, like, you're going to attract similar, like, relationships, jobs, opportunities, in whatever space that you are in. That's why it's so important to put in the work. Like, people all the time, like, if we're saying that we don't have good friends, are you a good friend? You know, it all begins with mm-hmm. you internally, what you're dealing with, what you're healing with, what you're projecting. And, and you might not get in return what you're putting out mm-hmm. so there's no expectations there mm-hmm. you can't have expectations for people oh for sure yeah that's but, a big but thing when you continue to put out and show up and be a good person in this world like you said you'll you'll get hit with those those few quality people that you're like yes you can always call life will reciprocate it in, in many in so many different ways like the other day i was having coffee with a friend and there was this lady on the phone she was like, she, she was like very frantic and she was like all anxious. She's like, I'm sorry, I've had a, like a crazy morning or whatever. Like I can tell she was a little off and I like felt like, I was like, no, it's okay. Like, you're fine. Don't worry. Like take your time ordering. She's like, no, 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 just go, just go, just go. I'm like, are you sure? Okay. And then I hear her in the background. My card isn't working. Can you give me some money? Can you transfer me some money? Like she's stressed. And I'm just like, I tell the lady, I'm like, how much is her stuff? And she's like, oh, it was like $11, whatever. I'm like, I got it. Like, put it on my thing. And, like, for me, I did that, like, out of love. And because, like, my my goal and my mission is to serve others and, like, truly love them. And I don't need to post that on online or tell anyone anything about it. The only reason why I'm even saying this is because I did that with an intention of, like, when you put good out there, good comes back to you. You know? And, like, that's just who I am. So, like, I'm going to keep on, like, who knows? I... I like, the lady didn't even say thank you. And that's what I, that's what I was going to say. Like, mm. she walked right past by me. I actually heard her say, no, she didn't. Because the cashier was like, oh, that lady paid for you or whatever. And she's like, no, she didn't. And, like, inside I know, like, any human being would be grateful for that. But, like, she didn't say a single thing to me. She walked right by me. And, like, of course my ego was like, dang, you don't even say thank you. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. But then I thought about it and I'm like, I didn't do it for that. Right. I did it for myself. Because I love to give and I love to serve. Like, so, and I know that that always, I'm blessed in so many different ways. So, like, that's why I want to be more giving. So, like, we need to do things not because of what we're getting in return, but because of, like, what, I don't even know how to say that correctly. But, like, we receive so much more than what we want back. You know, than that thank you. I don't need that thank you. Like. It's already being taken care of in other ways. Exactly. Yes. and, you know, it might have just been, like, some pride on her end where she's... Who knows? You know, or she, she maybe she was too nervous. She like probably to wants your phone number now. And she's like, <laughs> who I want to say thank yeah. you now. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I, I mean, I, I could care less. But like, I had that thought, right. and I was like, Emily, that's your ego. Let it go. And I let it go immediately. I was like, you're right. I didn't do it for that. Mm-hmm. And, like, now I could care less. And, like I said, I share the story because it's like we need to just be giving because we're giving human beings. And you would do it again. A thousand percent. I'd do it for anybody that I can. As long as I have money in my account, almost no money in my account, I'm right. going to serve and love others because that is the gift of being human. Being or, like, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm so blessed. I want others to be blessed too. No, same. Same. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. Build, build big businesses mm-hmm. um, that are ethical and, and real 
mm-hmm. responsible and make change in the world and yeah. uh, inspire people and, and motivate other others to just kind of like do something for themselves, mm-hmm. um, build a team, yeah, build up families. Yes. Like how cool does it feel? Like you said you, t- you took on an assistant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just hired um, Jocelyn. Does she have a family? Um, yes. I mean, she's young. She's not married. She's okay. in a relationship. But, um, but even just supporting her life. Like, yes. You know, if she's, you're, you're able to contribute to her growth. Yes. And that's my goal. I, like, I want to see whoever is with me, beside me, like, I want us to all succeed and grow. That's the goal. Like, I never want you to just, like, be complacent and, like, comfortable where you are. Jocelyn's got, she's got a lot of room for, uh, for growth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She better be listening. It's her time to shine. No, she's such a dope human. I'm excited for her. As a business owner, you can see her grow, evolve. And and, and the cool thing is that maybe, you know, years down the road or whatever it may be, she might be that that piece that you were missing in a a certain area. Now she's running teams. Yeah. And there's managers under her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and. It's funny because I actually call her my boss. I'm like, because she handles my schedule now. Yeah. She's like in charge of like all these things. And I'm like, dude, you're basically my boss. So I'm like, I put it in my calendar sometimes. I'm like, work with Boss Joss. <laughs> and even if Boss Joss decides to like go, go move on and, yeah. and do something else. It's if like, it's bettering her. I facilitated you. I helped facilitate you yeah, to get and to I'm next honored, step. I'm, but even besides that, like I'm honored for the time that you gave me. It's, a, it's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, keep building. Yeah. Same to you. That's what we got to do. Yes. This was fun. This was good. I'm honored again. Yeah, thank, thank you Thank so you much. for being the first time coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not easy. You, start, you started something. <laughs> hey, if I do, then that's amazing. Yeah. No, this was good. I'm glad to. I'm sure it felt good for you, too, to talk about. Yeah, I'm really glad that I had this time. Yeah, because so. I felt like that, too, when I came back on my first episode. I was so nervous, and I was like, all right, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, let's talk. <laughs> yeah. Give me some life updates. Okay, yeah. here we go. Boom, yeah. two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Brendan, how can people find you on social media? Uh, Brother Brendan is my Instagram tag. And then your business? Uh, Planet Protein is, is the business online. Sorry, Planet Protein. At Planet uh, Protein? Yep. Okay. And then your website's the same? Uh, planetprotein.com. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Well, check out his protein. It's fire. RJ and I love it. We actually made, like, pancakes out of it one day. We put it in our oats. We did so many, like, good things. So, it's fire. That's great. 10 out of 10 recommend. And the flavor's really good. Thank you. Yeah. You're killing it. Thank you. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Make sure to share this episode with a friend. We appreciate you. Love you. Until next time.